welcome to Swapping Joysticks. It is the 4th of May. 4th of May to you? To me? To you? To you? To me? To me? To you? I think what you're trying to say is May the 4th be with you. Yeah. The Chuckle Brothers Day. Hope you are all well. And I'm going to introduce Ed because he gets very upset if I don't introduce him within seconds of the podcast starting. Ed Nightingale. I mean, it's always nice to be brought into the conversation. Yeah, they can see you. They can well, see you. Not some people are listening at home, and they can't. They can't see. That's true. That is true. Because they're I, listening, not because of anything else. I, I am joined by Ed Nightingale, who is a video games journalist. Not just that, a Ugh. deputy news editor. Ugh. How is everything Don't going? Don't listen to journalists. They're the worst. Yeah. I like. I don't listen to journalists. The journalist said that Redfall was a bad game, and I played it. And we'll talk about it in a second. But anyway, I'm Ben Ostwick, aka Biggest Benus. I'm Biggest Benus on Blue Sky, which is better than Twitter. Is it? Yeah, because nobody else has got an has got like access to it. Oh, you're being pretentious. Yeah, very pretentious. Okay. Yeah, it's interesting. There's some uh, there's some people on there that I'm like, mm, why are you on here? But yeah, they're. Uh, it's good. It's a nice place. And somebody joined and then a bunch of people found like some transphobic comments that that person had made. And I'm pretty sure they, they got banned. <laughs> Great. So it's like, you know, it's, it's a nice social network. So is there actual moderation on Blue Sky? I think so. Although it is very, very much in kind of like the beta phase of it. Mm. Um, like early access. It's I good. Mean, I'm on it. I've barely looked at it, to be honest. Yeah. Just, but it's like, interesting, like having some people follow you that you kind of know there's there's a lot of journalists and like video game journalists on there so obviously well, you have to be on well of course but then is that just because that's who you follow i think so because a lot of them follow me back but then there's all sorts of other things it's i think it's a little bit like what's that one that everyone went on that was just really confusing that had different servers and stuff um mastodon, Ma- mastodon. yeah then they've got it's similar to that like you've got your username and then it's dot whatever so mine is biggestbenus.bsky.social, like Blue Sky Social. And I think that's like the standard one. But there are also some on like different ones. Like there's somebody on uh, meowers.dev. And there's somebody with an actual username.com, like msrodrigo.com. So there's lots of other things. On I don't page. understand it. I'm just there to take the username. Yeah, same. In case it blows up. Speaking of usernames, did you f- hear that Discord is getting away, is, is removing its numbers? Um, have you looked at the headlines that I sent you before the podcast? No. Is that well, one of them? hold it back. Okay. Yeah. See, Helios said that as well. Honestly. We will be talk- we will talk about that later, I guess, then. Uh, but yeah, you can play here. I've got a little bit of a cold. So I might... He says sniffing. <laughs> so I might just have... to be clear. Just in case... Yeah, in case you're wondering why I'm a little bit nasally. Um, and why are you not a nasally, <laughs> anally? Nasally, Ed. I'm definitely not anally right now. I hope not. Thank uh, you very much. Not with that, uh, after that dinner. Well, you spent a lot of money on a new on a new mic. I did. So now I have one as well. Yeah, you've got the new one. Yeah. It smells new. <laughs> oh, great. More ASMR <laughs> sniffing. Is ASMR <laughs> sniffing a thing? Probably. Yeah. But I can do some... That's Ed rubbing his balls on the uh, microphone for those... Uh, No, it doesn't do like sound sound. No, okay. Just for, the, for those listening uh, on the podcast, is <laughs> Ed uh, <laughs> knocking his uh, nipples against it. Yes, um, exactly. Yeah, ASMR man flu edition. 
There you go. That was really unnecessary. <laughs> well, people know what they're expecting here. Also, I love how the mic the camera is slightly wonky. Either that or the Kallax is. Mm, probably the camera. I'm blaming you. <laughs> of course. As always. Um, but yeah, welcome. This is uh, Swapping Joysticks, your home. Speaking of the Kallax, your can home. we just discuss... Just your home. Yeah. Can we just discuss how it looks slightly neater? Because I rearranged it. And can we also let's, uh, admire how much more colourful it is? Because I rearranged that. The lighting, yes. Yeah, I rearranged the lighting. And then we've got the Zelda eSports over there. The reason why Zelda, why the eSports logo is in front of the Zelda book is because I've been doing some incredible eSports with Zelda today. No, you haven't. I've only got 13 shrines to go. Um, I love that the Sonic one is has got a blue light. And we've got a Corgi with uh, headphones on. Of course. Mm. And what we've also got on order is behind the door... So we'll keep that closed. And on the wall there, we are going to have some sort of white board, cork board situation. So your esports stuff and whatever else, like lovely pictures and things that people have sent us, we can put them on the board. Hmm. And that'll be nice. Are you going to put that nice one of us? No. <laughs> <laughs> he generally said he would. <laughs> well, we've, got, he... we've got two versions of it. The other one's in the bedroom. That's true. Not for that no, it's like a, just a nice picture. It's not one of those photos. <laughs> We're not going to put like nudes up on a corkboard behind us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, see if anybody notices. Yeah. Um, now eat a pickle. Get that current... A pickle? Oh, do you... That's way too hot. Yeah. Um, the Rona Lisa canvas no, will you be... See, you, you haven't seen the video of the woman who does ASMR? And no. Of course not. And she has like, a ASMR. massive pickle and then she just like eats it and it like crunches into the mic. Uh, that's just... I wouldn't say it's relaxing, but it's quite amusing to watch. No, I hate ASMR. Like, I, it, it sends shivers down my spine. ASMR. No, it's just weird. I like it. I, I find it weird. It's as annoying as, like... As? Think? I don't... It's just Think annoying. Quicker. It's like... It's something... I don't know. It's just annoying. Like... I don't know. It's like annoying. Well, it's just as that. That's the point of ASMR is that you get the shivers. Yeah, anxiety. That's what the shivers you. are. No, it's relaxing. I don't want the shivers. It's like a nice feeling of like, ooh. Give me a head massage shivers for shivers. That'll be nice. And when they do all the like, all this like at the mic as if they're touching you. Are they like not? It. I'd rather be touched. Well, it's touching your imagination then. I don't have an imagination. I know. That's why I don't like it. Wow. No, I'm with K Truth. ASMR gives me anxiety. It doesn't give me anxiety. It just makes it just weirds me out, and I'm like, no. See, I really like ones where they're like doing your makeup, <laughs> and I can just pretend that I'm having my makeup done. Not that I wear makeup on a daily basis. I think it's this it's fetish relaxing. is very strange, but you know, I will not judge a kink. Well, the thing is, is that I don't watch these videos when you're around because I know that you'll judge me. So. Before you moved in, I used to watch them at night to like relax before bed. And now I don't do that anymore no, because I feel uncomfortable doing it around you. Good. So you should. <laughs> if, you know, you listen to them for a few nights and then I was like, that's really annoying and creeping me out a bit. So I stopped. Yeah. Yeah, Glinsky Doodle, ASMR makes me feel physically uncomfortable. See, there are other people like that. I like to feel physically uncomfortable. See, Manatee says I have an upstairs... Yeah, weird things like that, like... Background, it's not ASMR. I don't want somebody like deep throating a microphone. All I want That's is just not some what kind they're of, doing. I just want some like I, I like a bit of background noise, like a tea room. Yeah, 
or like some one thing the thing i found the most relaxing i think it's from my childhood was like being in a tent outside and like just hearing kind of voices talk quietly in the background and your parents fucking no no that that only happened once and it wasn't in i was in the caravan i was very very young yeah that's your kind of smr isn't it (laughs) oh yeah i want to fall asleep to people fucking no 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 um i won't help you sleep no especially if it's you doing it (laughs) excuse me like trying to fall asleep if you're Okay, I don't know what you're implying, but it definitely hasn't happened. And please stop now. <laughs> like what? <laughs> no, like falling asleep to people funking. I mean, it's not going to be anybody else in there. I mean, if it is, that's also couldn't sleep. Well, we're talking hypothetical, not literally like in the bedroom right now. <laughs> good, good. But yeah, no, just like... What? Yeah, I'm not fucking your parents. I never even suggested that. Okay, just to be clear. I was saying, like, I do not want to go to sleep while a guy's over giving you a good time. Please stop. This is not happening. It's this is good. absolutely I not happening. I do not happen. Just saying that's not relaxing or, you know, sake, sleep. This is a video doesn't game doesn't help podcast. me sleep. I'm very dare. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, video games. Yeah, but, like, what is brown noise, by the way? That is that about sex as well? What? Brown noise. What brown noise? Because white noise is like the... Is yeah. it like, is it just background noise? Is it like farting constantly? Yeah. Well, it's just got... one long. <laughs> constantly. Just like that. Oh, it's a deeper resonance. Oh, it's a deeper resonance. <laughs> it's the noise that's supposed to make you shit yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Could do with that. <laughs> Wait, do people listen to that if they've got constipation? And that deep resonance gets into your belly. I've never had that sound. I have had that feeling though. Have you ever been on one of those <laughs> vibrating plates where you have to stand and it like yeah. moves, it juggles your insides around and you're like, I am literally going to shit myself. I've ever, have you ever? I've also had that when you're sat on the back of the bus Me? and you're like, oh. you're, you're sat on the back row and you can feel the vibration of the engine. Did you shit yourself? I didn't shit myself. <laughs> Did you enjoy yourself? Oh, wait. I think I enjoyed it a little bit to be honest. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> oh, God. People getting off on the back of a bus, but from the vibrations of the bus. Ed gets turned on by buses. There you go. Oh, no, but like, I, the only time I've ever been like, so we're opening up to everything now. The only time I've ever. Well, hang on. <laughs> How far are you opening? Well, no, I didn't actually poo myself. The closest I've been out of that feeling was when I went. And had a wax. If I anybody... wondered what you were about to say there when you went whack. <laughs> Has anybody? Oh yeah, no. Has anybody ever like been waxed? Because it was the most painful experience of my life. I thought I was. In fact, I, I, if I hadn't gone to the loo before, I know I would have lost all control of you know my bowels. Honestly, it was the pain. I was like, this is just the most painful thing in my life. I'm very glad that I don't need that. Yeah, you don't need that. Your wax, just <laughs> pluck it. Just pluck it with a the tweezer. There's probably yeah. one hair wherever you're looking. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, oh. I, let's not. Waxed where? Just, you know, not down there. He didn't have his butt waxed. No, it wasn't the butt. You don't want a waxed butt. You, can, you want to hold on. Mm. <laughs> 
Uh, try being a weak post-op after valve surgery going down the bumpiest coastal road in the north. Oh my god, Heather. I bet it was like the inside of the crystal maze, but instead of like money, it was just shit spraying everywhere. Oh. <laughs> oh lord. You are the worst. <laughs> just like splat, splat, splat. Oh. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, so we're 12 minutes in. We've, what have we, what have we talked about? Your parents fucking and no, shit sounds. No, we didn't. That's what you mentioned. <laughs> I just like background noise. People talking, but kind of like whispering. A or... nice story. I don't want people whispering into a microphone. I want to hear people kind of like just talking to themselves. Please, Ben. Talking to each other. No. Go to sleep. It's time for you to sleep, Ben. Close your I eyes. I will not be sleeping. I'll be having sleep ter- terror tonight. Sleep. Oh, we want to bring up sleep then. Should we talk about what? Oh my God, we didn't mention it. We haven't mentioned this yet. What? When you woke up in the middle of the night. <laughs> oh, this is a frequent occurrence. <laughs> this, you need to say that this was the best. Well, I actually don't remember what happened. Well, I was, what was kind I of dreaming of. I was half asleep and then you just went, <laughs> no, no. And I'm like, what? Like it was in the middle of the night. It was really, really like, honestly, like 4 a.m. or something. Yeah, but it was really loud and right in your face. Yeah, right in my face going, <laughs> no, no. And I was like, oh my God. Like it made me jump out of my skin. Why, and what was it, Ed? I actually don't remember. It might have been a dog that you, I was you, like telling off a dog in my sleep. No, you said that you in, in your head you had a dog that was about to have a shit. <laughs> <laughs> you did that right in my ear. <laughs> Scared the living daylights out of me. Well, that's what you do when a dog's trying to take a shit and you want to stop it. Not you just in... shout loudly. Yeah. <laughs> not in bed, though, at 4am when there's not a dog in sight. <laughs> it's the worst. Oh, God, I'm really hot now. Yeah. Well. <sighs> so now he's had it in his head. You're going to have... You could end up dreaming about that tonight again, aren't you? I'm going to... Middle of the night. What does that mean? You need a... We do need a dog. Was it after I had been dog-sitting? I think it I think was. it had been after I'd been dog sitting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I told my partner that the fishmen can hear us while I was asleep once. <laughs> the fishmen? Uh, my brother used to sleepwalk a bit. He once walked into my... Um, he once walked into my... Parents fucking? No. Into my bedroom, <laughs> opened the desk drawer and took a piss in it. <laughs> because I was next to the toilet. Uh, so, and he must have got... He must have got lost his bearings or something. But yeah, it ruined all my uh, Beano comics. I was going to say, what was in there? It, my Beano comics. Ruins all my Beano comics. The Wino comics now. Bean, oh, yeah. It was, and then another few days later, I think he was actually, he had like a, a period where he was doing it a lot. But yeah, a few days later, he um, went into my bed, threw his duvet at me, then went back. And then like 10 minutes later came in and shouted at me for having his duvet. Still dreaming. And then went back to bed and I was just like, what? What was that? Oh. But yeah, he's never sleepwalked, walk, but he used to be like, he used to wake up, like, because we used to share a tent and he'd wake up and just be like, shut up, shut up, stop shouting. I'm like, I've literally been asleep. I had a flatmate at university who pissed on the front door in his sleep. Regularly? No, just once. <laughs> oh, it's a Saturday night again. But it was like, he obviously thought he was in the in the bathroom, but it was not. And was just stood in front of the front door and pissed all over it. Lovely. Mm. And how did you find that out? Well, it stank the next morning. Oh, right. Okay, you uh, didn't wake up to him cleaning it or something. 
Oh. <laughs> my hubby has come to home has come to bed drunk more than once, and I've woken up to him petting my head, thinking I was the dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. Apparently, you tried to use someone's foot as a phone to order a pizza. See, these are great. Why are we all so weird when we sleep? Mm. Sleep is weird. It is. Yeah, and you kind of, just, especially when you're drifting. I don't think I've ever done anything like that. Have I? Well, the thing is, I'm a really deep sleeper. So if you did do something weird, I probably wouldn't wake up. Mm. So you probably have done something weird. Probably. Actually, you're a bit gropy in your sleep. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're asking for it. I'm really not. <laughs> no. Ah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was usually when I'm drunk. Yeah, shock, shocking news. <laughs> I mean, it's great. It's just it's just a cuddle. Anyway, don't touch me. I'm trying to sleep. Well, what's the point of sharing it? I may as well get a twin, two twins. Yes, please. <laughs> we had space. Wow. So video games. Um, Sitting to be depressed now. What have you been playing this week, Ben? Nothing. Oh. What are our plans shame. for the week, by the way? Because we're not going to be doing a podcast now until actually there will be our next. Uh, well, we've next got Thursday. Other stuff. It's going to be a different time. So There's we a different, time. a different time. So we have after tomorrow a week off. Yes. That was a Broke. weird burp mm-hmm. um we have a week off which is very nice because there are two major things happening next week number one eurovision number two the legend of zelda tears of the kingdom um and three what's happening on wednesday well i'll get to that okay um so tomorrow night which is friday night that is friday the 5th of may may the 5th may the 5th be with you revenge of the 5th that's what it's called Star Trek. No. That's still Star Wars. Hmm. Anyway. I'm playing Star Wars. I know what the... Whatever. Tomorrow night is is Biggest Vision. Cinco de Mayo. On BB After Dark. That's right. Yeah, BB After Dark. So go and uh, watch that. There probably won't be the VOD because I'm not going to save the VOD, but there will surely be clips. Yeah. So that is tomorrow night, which will start at 6pm UK time and probably go on for like a million hours. What? It's ginger tea. Why is there all the bits at the bottom? Well, sip it up. It will help you not feel bloated. Um, don't feel bloated. Good. And uh, <laughs> so that's Friday. And then on Monday, like some chap is getting married or something. I don't know. Um, so we've all got the day off. Oh. For the Corinates. Corinussy. The Corinussy, as you decided I, to call it. I called it the Corinussy when we were in the uh, lobby area getting some packages. And was he was very distressed. He, he looked like he was about to be sick on the floor. <laughs> um, so that's happening on Monday. Tuesday, we're going to Eurovision um, in Liverpool. Not really, though, are we? Well, we are. We're going to a rehearsal. Mm. We still get to see it. So that's Tuesday. And then Wednesday, we're going to a spa. Now, Ed has never been to a spa. I've never been to a spa. I don't know how to relax. I don't know what relaxing is. He's like, I'm um, going to be bored. I'm not good at taking time off. I'm not really good at sitting and staring into space. I don't really like sitting in a hot bath. So we're going to a spa to basically do that all day. Um, and I've got to say, though, what he is very good at, he's very good at wearing those little trunks that he modelled that you modeled I yesterday. Have to check they still fit in. He's like, do they still fit? And I mean, they're snug, 
but that's not a pro- that's not a bad reason. I could see there's nothing left to the imagination in wow. those trunks. They're black, mm. so you know there's there's not. I mean, they're shiny. Black. Anyway, we're going to a spa on Wednesday. I'll, um, I'll post the pictures on. Uh, no, on you our will Patreon. not. There will be no fucking pictures. <laughs> um, and then Friday, Tears of the Kingdom comes out. Ed Circle. Um, but that means Thursday we are still off work. So we, because the Thursday evening is the second semi for Eurovision, uh, you're going to stream during the day. Am I? During the afternoon. Oh, yeah. Um, on Thursday. Hopefully and finishing we will do, Breath of the Wild. We will do the podcast in the afternoon rather than at this time in the evening. Mm. Yes, we will. Um, hopefully I will have finished all 120 shrines in Breath of the Wild. Good luck. I'm on 107 now. All right. 107. Well, you... come back to me when you've got them all. Oof. Then I'll be impressed. I can tell the way that you were brought up. <laughs> I can hear your parents in you <laughs> when you say that. Don't ever say that again. <laughs> uh, 100%. Anyway. anyway. So that's next week. <laughs> yeah. We're going to, uh, we're going for, yeah, the Coronussi. Then there's the Spa or Spussy. <laughs> no. The coronacy, the spussy, swapping joystussy on Thursday afternoon. Eurovussy. Eurovussy <laughs> and the Legend of Zelda Tears of the King Dussy. Yeah. <laughs> Zelda Dussy. Ah, <laughs> uh, but there you go. So that's next week. So mm. that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. No work. No work at all. And just lots of games. Well, actually mm. not on the spa day. Well, no, because no screens on that day, apparently. No. No screen day. It's I've been, been told. Ni- it's going to be nice. Although we can play Marvel Snap on the train down. Sure. Okay, let's go into what we've been playing because this is a podcast. Um, we are going to be playing a game called Awkward 2 after the stream. Um, which... Awkward to what? Awkward to see you squeezing in those drunks. <laughs> I don't even have any. Well, um, exactly. So good luck with whatever you're wearing. I'm just going to wear a towel. This is not a nudist spa. It's in Brighton. It's a nudist spa. It's not a nudist spa. Didn't I tell you? <laughs> Didn't I tell you? No. I booked it on the website and at no point did it say nudes allowed. It's Brighton, so it'll either be nudes or gays or both. Hopefully it's empty. <laughs> yeah. I don't I mean, want anyone else in there. I mean, it is on like a random Wednesday. Yeah, clothing optional. Yeah, I'd booked a sauna, a Brighton it's sauna. Not a sauna. A Brighton sauna. No, I didn't. Five not pounds do that. on the way in. <laughs> Just leave your clothes in the locker. I've never been to a, a sauna, but I imagine that's what it's like. Lovely. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's that. Um, well, in the meantime, what have you been playing, Ben? Tell I us been, about some video games. I have been playing the greatest game ever. Oh, have you been playing some Zelda? Yeah, I have actually. Oh, there you go. But no, I've been playing a game that is probably one of my favourites of recent years. Oh. And what might that be? Marvel Snap. Oh. I honestly, like, I cannot get enough of Marvel Snap. And last night I decided to finally learn about the pools and the series. Do you know about the series? Nope. So they have different pools um, and series. So when you are at level, like, collection level, like one, a zero to 80, you get cards drops from, uh, like, all your other card drops are in pool one. 
And then from like 80 to, for example, 200, they're all in pool two. And then from 200 plus, it's pool three. There are already too many numbers. But however, if you want the pool four cards, there's a... So for every box you open, there's a 25% chance that it's a card. But there's from pool three. But there's a 2.5 chance that it's a card from pool four. But there's also a 0.25 chance that it's a card from pool five. What the fuck are you saying? I am so obsessed right now with Marvel Snap that I've been learning about all the stats and all the percentages. And it is so good. Absolutely no idea what you're talking about. There's a new season. You've got some cards. Well done. There's a new season of Marvel Snap and it's Guardians of the Galaxy themed. And some lots. there's lots of really, really cool like variants well, of the cards. Well, with the new film, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, the, last, the very first time I played it was the season with all uh, Wakanda Forever stuff in there black panther yeah what kind of forever was the name of the film see i know that i haven't seen it that's i know it um but yeah we are talking about games and yeah marvel snap is just it's always it's the perfect like just one more game because even if you lose it doesn't really matter um you still get something from it like you can literally go in and if, if somebody you lose dignity every time that happens no they don't know and they're probably bots but like going in there and just like if playing... you're winning then yeah oh dear but there are some like, yeah, you go in there and it's like, uh, win three games with a snap. And then so I'll win my three games with a snap. A snap is when you kind of like go all in. Yeah. Like that. You're convinced you're going to win. So you kind of like go double or nothing. Uh, that kind you're of like, thing. I'm going to win this. Yes, uh, queen. And then do you win? Uh, most of the time I do. At the mm. moment I do. The snaps help. Yeah. But no, if you, it is just a really good card game. I know you are obsessed with it as well. Um, I mean, obsessed is a strong word. I've, I'm collection level like 2,000, I 200. enjoy it a lot when on the train. Yes. I enjoy it on the toilet. That's, uh, See, my toilet game has become scrolling TikTok. through TikTok. I know, literally every morning. If I ever send anyone a TikTok, it's because I'm having a shit. Yeah, you've started <laughs> doing that, uh, I've noticed. But yeah, no, if anybody, oops, um, if anybody plays Marvel Snap, let us know what you think as well, because... I've got a great deck. I've got a discard deck. A great what? Deck. Oh. I've got an amazing deck. It's a discard deck with MODOK and Apocalypse and a few others. But I don't think you have MODOK, so it's not as effective for you. No, I don't. Okay. Um, well, well there's another game that you've been playing this week, which oh. is topical because today is May the 4th. Yeah, I've been playing the Jedi game. Oh. Jedi Survivor. Tell us about that, Ben. I'm really enjoying it. It's a really fun game. Um, I'm not quite... Quite sure why it's got like 85 plus on Metacritic um, because it is very much more of the same and the story I couldn't give a rat's ass about but like and the combat is starting to be a bit samey like there are different moves and different uh, abilities and things that you can use but there's not a huge variety like there are in some games like God of War or whatnot um, so like if you're having a lightsaber duel with somebody, it's very much just like you're hitting their lightsaber and trying to counter theirs. There's not that much. And, and like, especially if you're facing quite a, a strong opponent, you can't really use the force against them and send them flying and, and have a laugh like that. So it's, it's very much a kind of roll, dodge, hit. It's not the most exciting in that, in terms of that. Uh, and like with the variety, but it's like the, the strongest and the best part about it is the parkour. Like the parkour that they've added now, like a parkour, parkour, parkour. I don't know. Parkour, free running, um, it was jumping, 
Yeah, just jumping. I like the jumping. Wall running, jumping, uh, dashing. There's so much. And you're obviously building up his abilities as you're playing through the game. So you're just becoming more and more. And like there was one part of a level that was just like an obstacle course, like a pretty much a free running obstacle course for like the last major boss. It wasn't even like you didn't even fight anybody for the final boss. It was literally just trying to escape um, with all your skills that you've got. And the game is... The game is very much a video game. You don't, I don't at one, at any point feel like I'm in the Star Wars universe, really. I feel like I'm in a video game that's based on it because everything is well, like. That's fitting because that's exactly what it is. Yeah, okay. Being very snidey today, aren't you? You can, you can appreciate my. Because people can hear me now when I talk. Yeah. But no, like they're not, it's like, oh, everything is there for a reason to make it a video game. Like there's just random things on, like there's a big lake. And there'll be some metal pieces that are obviously just exactly placed where they are so that you can jump on them. But it doesn't make sense. Like if this work, if they were creating a world for Star Wars, the film, they wouldn't have those things there because it just wouldn't make sense. It's just the whole thing is built in yeah, but, mind of being a video game. But have you seen all the Star Wars films? Yes. Because the environments of Star Wars films are terribly designed where it's like, Oh, to destroy the Death Star, we need this one thing that happens to be in this one tiny place that no one can get to. Like, or, oh, maybe it's or, realistic or it's then. like, or it's, it's on a, we've got to Im input this disc on the edge of a platform with no sides for absolutely no reason, because that makes no sense. That is just the Star Wars world. Yeah, sounds better then, maybe. Maybe yeah. it's like that. But no, it, it is very much more of the same. The levels, levels are much, much bigger than the previous one. They do feel a little bit, Better made as well. And now you can fast travel between the um, yoga points or whatever they're called. The, the bonfires. Yeah. They're uh, meditation points. So yeah, the meditation points, you can fast travel between them. Um, and I feel like I'm always unlocking kind of shortcuts. And it just feels like, yeah, it does. You do kind of know where to go next. It's always kind of pointing you in the right direction without telling you exactly where, uh, which I do appreciate. But did you enjoy the first game a lot? And has that influenced your view on the second? See, I think the first game was a good... I would... I'd say like a good 7.5 out of 10. So I enjoyed Fair. it. yeah. And I think this is an 8. But so I also, it is better. But it's definitely better. But it, it is a lot better, but I think games have come on a little bit since then. So that's also, you know, the uh, inflation. Uh, accounting for inflation as well. So, yeah, it's... Uh, it's a good eight. See, for me, so I've also played a little bit of it. Only an hour and a half, maybe. So yeah, I'm, you need to get I'm more into it. Not too far into it. I was not a massive fan of the previous one. I, I, I agree that it's a seven out of ten. It's like it's a good game, but for me, it's just very obviously cherry picking bits of other games without really having any of its own original ideas. So the original for me felt very much like this is Metroid Prime meets Dark Souls with a Star Wars skin. And if it didn't have a Star Wars skin, I don't think people would like it as much. I can um, see that, but I think that's what I just they're... felt like I could I can see the joins. I can see their thought process of, oh, this is popular. We should do that. We should have meditation points instead of bonfires and then have respawning enemies because that's popular. And then we yeah. should have a map just like Metroid. And it's just for me, it was just really blatant and I didn't like that about it. And this one is kind of more of the same, but for me, they seem to have thrown in some horizon. The grappling hook works exactly the same as Aloy's does. Yeah, but it, it, there's definitely a lot more when it comes to like the free running in this. 
like you get you get wall running obviously then there's the double jump and then later on there are some other things that they add but the thing is like when they give you this ability it's just it's like hey we're going to give you this special this new ability here's like pretty much five minutes of like the next part of the game you need to use that constantly so it's like cool yeah you you've got to use it but it is just it's so video gamey like this everything is there for a reason to progress the game and to get somewhere there's nothing there kind of that is just for kind of ambience or to kind of you know create the create the feel of being in there but it, like i said it is a very video game video game and playing it is really good fun but let's talk about the performance well so I'm, we're playing on ps5 which apparently is the one of the better is the best one because pc is appalling Ooh. um i know miklas has been playing on pc various other people have played on pc um it seems like it's awful although they are patching it and they are making they they know there are problems so they are improving on it but that's another reason why i don't understand how we got 85 can people when they, they all reviews, played it on ps5 but it's bad on ps5 it is very bad on ps5 like i would say because i'm playing on performance mode same and apparently performance mode is not 60 um i've been told but even where it's like well, as soon as there's more than like three people on screen, it yeah. shudders. Or so if it's you, definitely not stable. Or if you're like racing through an area and you just pop up to a new area, it like judders. Like sometimes earlier today, it kind of just froze for a second before moving on to the next one. Um, I've and that's playing with the update as well. But yeah, the second you've got like any action or it's just loaded in a new area, it's like no, it drops below thirty, um, below twenty. And like somebody said that they were monitoring it on the PS5 and they'd seen it go into single figures. Like, it, it can be really, really rough. Yeah, that's not good. Like, I don't mind 30 FPS-ish. And we're going to talk about Redfall in a second, I guess. But, like, it needs to be stable. It has to be a stable FPS. 60 that then dips down to 30 and up to 16, down to 30, and then down to 20. You don't want fast, slow, fast, slow, fast, slow. You just want constant. Only in games. Okay. Only in games. Don't get any ideas. But they... Um, like, yeah, so that was fine. But then the second it kind of drops and goes back up, I'm like, no, this, it just makes the game feel like it's like about to die and it's going to break at any moment. Because, mm. yeah. It's not great. I think the one thing that people seem to be having a lot of fun with is dress up. <laughs> and what's annoying is that you can't do that from the start because most of the haircuts and the beard options and the clothing options are treasures that you have to collect along the way. Um, you get them quite quickly because you go to an area quite quickly where there's a vendor. Oh, is there a vendor? Yeah. Mm. But there are ones that you do pick up. I think. Yeah, I picked up a, a better beard, which immediately went on. I don't know if beards are ones that you pick up, but like hairstyles, there's definitely a vendor, but well, maybe they have more. I definitely picked up a beard. So they... I've got a lovely undercut. I look oh, very no. tw in a sleeveless shirt. You haven't gone for the mullet then? No. Did you know there's a trophy for wearing the mullet? No. There's a trophy if you wear the mullet and there's a certain enemy that you can basically drop kick. Um, <laughs> and if you do that with a mullet, you get a trophy for it. Brilliant. I wow. can't remember what it's called, but it's clearly a reference. Yeah. I have I did get the trophy for wall running for more than 60 seconds in total, which is Luke Skywalker. Oh, it's just called Skywalker, I think. Terrible reference. Yeah. Uh, Skywalker. Separate. Um... But yeah, like, I am enjoying... The thing is, though, like, I'm finding it a lot of fun, and I, don't, I think I'm on the last chapter now. Um, so I'm, I am enjoying it, and I'm probably about 15 hours in. 
maybe more. But like, it is just a really fun game. But it is a really fun video game. Mm. I've stuck it down on easy. Because um, apparently, like on me- even on medium difficulty, there's like these really weird and annoying spikes. Have you faced the Rancor yet? I'm sure I have. Yeah, I think it might be a side boss. I think I'm not sure, but oh. apparently it's really, really hard. Is that where there were two? I don't know. I think I did, and I died, and I was like, I'm not going back there, mm. um, because it was really, really tricky, and it killed me with like two hits, and I was like, well, no, because also there's a bit of a delay on the TV in there, and don't you blame the TV? I didn't dodge in one of them, and I also think there's a little bit of, I don't know, some of the times I've parried and I've hit perfect parries, but it's not been uh registered which is always a bit annoying where something like dark souls or well elden ring i think if you hit a parry you you know you're hitting a parry oh you know yeah yeah i know if i compare to if i make dark souls or elden ring seem positive i understand yeah you'll agree with me uh but it's yeah it just feels like it's really pushing the game like we don't need they can make i don't know they don't need to make the game as fancy as that is if the performance is going to be that bad well, they're improving it. Yeah. There are there are patches on the way. I've so. already had the first patch. It made no difference. Great. Although I haven't had a, um, a crash yet. Although I did, I did have a crash when it went into rest mode uh, at the start. But apart from that, there hasn't been. Just been drops. Mm. Um, wow. May the, the fourth be with you. Yeah, very, very quickly. The other game, before we go on to uh, you talking about your Endwalker or your Shadowbringers or whatever. Um, well, don't spoil it for people. I played a little bit of Redfall. Oh, that other game that came out this week. Yes. And speaking of performance... When you say a little bit, how little? Like five minutes. Oh, well, that's, you know, a great indicator of how good this game is then. Well, I couldn't play it. Um, I played it and it's got a lag. It has a serious lag, uh, input lag with the controller on the Xbox Series X. And I just couldn't. I'm like, you can't play this kind of fast-paced action game, first person, when like you move the controller and it takes half a second for it to like actually move as well. Um, so I was like, no, 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 I'm not playing this. But apparently on the Series S, it's okay. On PC, it is. Oh. Um, but like the Xbox Series X, some people think it might be to do with the frame rate because it's also a locked 30 FPS. It and is. I, bit, I kind of convinced myself. I was like, okay, well, I'll play. I'll play it. You know, it is locked at 30 FPS at the moment. But I'll, you know, it's going to be constant. And apparently, it is. It's very good at keeping that. But like, no, with input lag, I'm not going to be playing any game that has input lag. It's one of the worst things. I mean, there's enough problems in that game from what I've heard. Yeah, I've heard that it was, wouldn't have been worth to, you know, stick to it. No. Oh, well, well, what have you heard about uh, Redfall? Or is that in the... Well, there might be a little bit of it in the headline. Okay, you know. good, good. <sighs> Honestly, so, you know, one of us prepares for this and the other one just doesn't. Just does everything else. <laughs> well, you, I do the post stuff. You, you do do the post technical stuff. Exactly. Thanks for that. Well, good. I'm glad you. Well, you just spoiled my big news of the week. Go on. What is it? Because however long we've been doing this podcast and the last podcast that we had, um, I have slowly been working my way through Final Fantasy XIV. Ooh. And I have, after like two and a half years and about two hundred and fifty hours, finally got to Shadowbringers. Nice. Which is the bit that everyone says is where the game gets good. And yeah. I bloody hope so, because it's been a slog up until now. Well, you've only got the... You've only played the very first bit, though, haven't you? And, well, you, no, and I think like you liked it. Realm Reborn and the other two yeah. expansions has been a massive slog. 
Um, so if this is where the game gets good, then I bloody hope so. And if it doesn't, then all the people who told me, including you, that it's good and it's not, I mean, you're going to come and find you and have very strong words. We'll just say that your taste is bad because, I mean, everybody loves it. But no. I think you love it all. I think you like I, it. I like it already. I'm not going to give you like a... I mean, I've only played for a couple of hours, so this is by no means a final opinion. Um, I can see how it's an improvement on the previous expansions and the base game. Um, I think, as you had sort of said to me, it's a bit of a clean slate. So I won't say what happens in the story. I think most people here probably know already, but if you don't, I won't spoil it. Um, but essentially, it takes place in a different world. Um, I mean, that's the spoiler, right? Well, you don't know why okay. or what the world is. Um, but it means that there's it's like a fresh start. Um, and I appreciate that because I was getting really bored with the existing world. Um, yeah. Eorzea. Um, and so it's nice to go somewhere else with some different characters and it's a chance for the developers to do something new and different and be a bit more creative. And can I just say, you said there just then that you're, a, you're a bit bored of the old world. Cause I obviously I play Shadowbringers and you've seen the world. I never once went back to the old world until like the expansion finishes. And I was like, oh, it's quite nice to be back home. So it was like, I needed that breakaway. Mm, um, but, and now I love both of the, the worlds. Um, but I, I like that it is much more high fantasy. Um, I sort of feel like I'm in the Elder Scrolls a little bit, um, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Um, the music's great. It's definitely quite emo, which I'm here for. Um, I like that it is sort of flipping the whole warrior of light on its head. Um, which is clever because that's a pretty standard Final Fantasy trope. Um, I will say I'm still not convinced by the world and quest designs, but it it feels a little snappier. The quests feel shorter. Um, it still feels a bit like, oh, you just go here and talk to this person and go here and do that. And the I'm beginning sort of it will following be. the MSQ. Um, but I am hopeful that it will expand a bit more. Um, but the story definitely has potential. So I, I still have high hopes. I am I am enjoying it. I now feel excited to actually sit and play it. I was playing it earlier. I might play some more after this. Um, partly because I just want to get through it. Not in a like, oh, it's a slog and I want to get through it like the game was previously. Now it's just, oh shit, Zelda's out in a week and I, I and then Final Fantasy 16 and I want to get through this mm. so I can play those other ones. Because I'm sure there'll um, be some kind of crossover. <clears throat> maybe. Um, but what do you think yeah, I the, want to be able to see the references. What do you think of the Crystal X arc? The what? Jonathan Bailey. Oh, so I did not know that the the that character, whoever they might be, ooh, um, I did not know that that was Jonathan Bailey, and now I know that I can't not like picture him while I hear the voice, mm -hmm. and I kind of wish the character was just him to be honest, because then I'd enjoy it even more. Mm. Um, but yeah, I am I'm having a good time with it. Um, I will keep you all posted, I guess, because I'm going to be playing this for a little while for the next few weeks. So I will continue letting you know about my journey. Um, so far, I... Because at the start, you can choose as well which twin you want to go save. Mm. Um, so I've gone to Alfino first, who is in the sort of gaudy, rich city area. Um, yeah. So I'm there. Or the big fields outside it. Mm. Ulmore. Yes. Um, so yeah, 
I am I am enjoying it. I am still going to reserve judgment until I've got further through it. I'm looking forward to Lucky, which you keep going on about. Oh, you'll you'll have it going on about it in your ear for a long time. Great. Um, and also, I don't think Clues is here, but um, Clues did say, have you watched the intro movie? And I have now watched that and it is very good. Mm-hmm. And I really like the rock, the sort of rock music emo vibe that it's giving. Um, so I am, I am enjoying Shadowbringers. Good. I will say that. Good. Um, a couple of other quick things, because there are some demos out today. Have you become a Deb? Are you turning into Debs? I'm not turning into Debs. I'm just doing my job. Um, it went up early today. I wrote a little piece with some impressions of um, a game called Harmony, The Fall of Reverie, which um, is the next game from Don't Nod, mm. uh, who make Life is Strange, um, or at least made the original Life is Strange. Um, and this is another narrative game. Um, it's very diverse. It's very queer friendly. Um, there are lots of queer characters. Um, and it is... In, in a lot of ways, is typical don't nod in that it is a character with some sort of supernatural power. Um, it's a narrative game with story choices. Um, it's very melodramatic uh, in a very typical kind of way. Um, but it's it's quite interesting. It sort of gamifies conversations. So you play as this character who has clairvoyance and therefore can see the future. And so you see that on this chart it's sort of like a star chart with little nodes on it um, which shows you the branches of your conversations and what the outcomes will be so that you can sort of choose which path you want to go to and and stuff like that um or you can just choose whatever choices you want to make and just see what happens um so it's sort of gamifying conversations it's turning conversations into a structure um which is actually quite clever um but that also sort of gets in the way of the story a little bit um and the story's relatively intriguing there's this sort of dual world thing and this fantasy world has what are called aspirations which are kind of like greek gods uh, and there's truth bliss bond um power not that bond oh. um and so you can choose which of those you want to side with and they sort of, they're literally like personified gods that sort of talk to each other so for instance do you want to side with truth but does that mean uncovering the truth in an honest way? Or is that you'll do anything to get to the truth? And actually, that's a bad thing. Or do you want to side with chaos, which might be unpredictable, but also might empower you to ask difficult questions because you've just got chaotic energy. Um, so there are some interesting implications of the way it uses that. Um, and yeah, there is a demo that is on Steam, I believe. Um, so there's that. Sounds exciting. Um, it's not for you, I can tell. Um, if you, if you like Don't Nod's previous games and if you like sort of story driven games, um, even, um, like David Cage's games, I mean, they're terrible, but that style, um, as Dusk Falls, that other one that we started, um, if you like that kind of narrative game, this kind of fits into that, but it is presented more as a visual novel than 3D exploration or anything like that. Um, another demo I very quickly play this afternoon because it's very short is Demon School, which I have been really looking forward to for a while. Um, and it so far seems really cool, but I want to play through the demo again. It's literally like 20 minutes. It's really, really short. So if you want to give it a go, then it's 20 minutes of your life. Um, basically it's kind of, um, anime horror persona is how I'm going to describe it. Danganronpa. What? Danganronpa. I've never played that. 
I mean, that takes place in a school and it's like someone dies each night and they've got to find out who the killer is. And... Okay, it's not quite that. Okay. But it's, it's, um, it's, it's a school, you know, it's set in a school. It's called Demon School. Of course it is. Um, but it has the same day structure as Persona. So you go through like a calendar and day by day stuff happens. You've got morning time, afternoon time, and you have to manage it between um, different characters that you, that you, and side quests that you meet in the school. Um, but it's this really, really cool horror vibe. It's got this sort of 70s funk soundtrack, which is incredible. Um, and this really cool graphic anime sort of 90s style visuals, um, turn-based combat where it's on a grid and you have to move your characters around and there are two phases. So the first phase is planning phase where you move them around and then you have the action phase where it basically just everything you just planned happens at once. Um, and then it's the enemy's turn to do the same. Um, so you move around on a grid and you get special moves. So it's kind of like turn-based combat, um, but quite interesting. But it just has this incredible aesthetic. I just, it's all sort of isometric and really cool animated style. Uh, and it's all horror and demons and and stuff going on in school. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to playing more of it. I really like the demo so far. And that's on Steam if you wanted to play it. Good. Shall we see what people have been playing? Let's. There. We've had, we've had a lot this week. We have had a lot this week. Wow, we have had a lot this week. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay, there and we go. Some very long ones. Thank you for your responses, by the way. I don't need to give you the microphone now. You don't. I can just... Can you read that, though? I can, I can read it. There. Oh, thanks. So we're going to start with Madam Knees. Like many people this past week, I have been playing Jedi Survivor. Finished the main story in around 20 hours. Oh, and you, you said you're 15. Yeah, and okay. I imagine there's yeah, a few more hours left. Uh, playing most of it on Padawan difficulty before I hit a wall and just switched it to story mode. Oh, is um, Padawan... Hmm. Easy. Padawan oh, wow, is the easy one. And then story mode is like literally just story. Wow, I didn't realise that. Okay, well, I'm probably going to get to that point then. Well, it's probably the same wall, I guess. It's just it's different levels on whatever difficulty. Yeah. Um, I also had full damage turned off from the start, and I think that was a very wise decision. I would characterise sections of the game as Jedi Titanfall 3. Yes, 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 yes. Well, it is, is the same developer, so that makes sense. Is it? Yeah, it's Respawn. Of course. Mm. Yes. That's why you've got all the parkour. Yeah. That's That makes sense, yeah, because there is a lot of free... There's some really good free running in Titanfall. There you go. Aspects of the game I really liked were... Graphics were phenomenal, with each of the areas having a distinct environmental style. The customization options go much, much deeper than the first game, giving Callum Mullet is a non-binary is non-binary culture. Um, I like the different stances, which felt very different from each other. The open world is actually fairly dense compared to many similar games, and the map is much improved from the first one. Things I think were choices were the story was fine, but fairly predictable. The control scheme is among the most complicated I've played. It felt like gaming using the Microsoft Office ribbon. Did you find that? Um, maybe that's why I'm thinking it's quite simple because like I'm not using all the controls. Um, I mean that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, it it's complicated. I mean, also yeah, the different stances because you can dual wield or you can have a double ended one. I thought that's I don't think it's called a double ended uh, lightsaber. Then there's the one where you get a gun something. as well. There's one with the blaster as well. That you can yeah, use. I don't understand that. Why would a Jedi use a gun? Yeah, that makes no sense. They, to they me. bring that up. Mm. Uh, lots of the combat just seems to be about throwing many enemies at you rather than interesting single enemies. Yeah. Compared with enemies like the Zepho Guardians from the first game, the AI just seemed to attack. Uh, some of the platforming was buggy due to a lot of things now being automated, like climbing. 
but it sometimes started you wall running in the wrong direction. Yeah, if because the wall, if you hit something at like ninety degrees, but it's a wall running wall, then it kind of chooses which way left or right you're going to go. Oh, that's annoying. Um, overall, it was fun, but I don't think it has escaped the curse of the sophomore game, Forbidden West, Ragnarok, etc. And to finish on a positive note, goddamn, I loved the B1 battle droids. Making them like the ones from Clone Wars was their best decision. I'm not sure about that, but that yeah, that will mean nothing to you. No, so. um, but I did. Yeah, I. It's fun. I think that's what I agree with as well. Like just overall, it was fun. Mm. It's a fun game to play. It's a video game game to play. And once you get into like the rhythm of it, it's not. A, it's a, probably a game that you can put down and then pick up and have no problem at all. Because like square attack, X jumps. You've got double jump. That's all you really need to know. Great. Clues has been playing Redfall and says it's a six out of ten for me. I feel it's been hated on because currently it's fashionable to hate on Redfall. I wouldn't say it's fashionable. I mean, there's definitely a reason I, I couldn't play. I mean, if it's bad, it's bad. Um, I'm enjoying it and having fun. It doesn't reinvent the wheel as a looter-shooter survival game. It does remind me a lot of State of Survival 2, except you are up against gun, uh, gun-toting cultists and insanely fast vampires. I haven't been experiencing any bugs or performance issues. I'm on Xbox Series S, so I think it really yeah. works out for me. Interesting. It's like, what were you saying? Yeah, that's what I, I think, yeah, 30, FP, 30 FPS is how it goes. Mm. So, like, I, I think maybe the Series X was is trying to push it a bit more. The vampires hit like a truck, have special abilities, zip around you like the Flash, and take more than a few bullets to kill. The mission format of the game makes it a very easy drop-in, drop-out game. The map is a little too big and too much walking running across empty spaces to my liking, unlike that in Ghostwire Tokyo. All in all, it's enjoyable for me, though I wouldn't get it at full price. I mean, it's on Game Pass. Give it a go. But and that's if it's the thing shit, as well. You haven't lost anything. Yeah, that's. Have people just been like, "Oh, it doesn't matter if it's shit because it's on Game Pass." Are we like just accepting? I mean, I think Microsoft care because they need a hit. Yeah, they haven't had a hit in a while, <laughs> and they, they keep a few misses. Um, I mean, yeah, Hi-Fi Rush was a hit, but that was just out of nowhere. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, Kinsera says uh, try to avoid ninety-degree turns with your double-ended lightsaber. Words to live by. Wow. Do not put in a double-ended lights. Don't. Yeah. You, you know nearly I mean. said something else there. Um, other than that, Clues has been playing Star Wars Fallen Order and says 11 out of 10 for me. Good. Oh, but I'm... that's the first one, Fallen Order. Mm, okay. I, I did you like... will probably like the second one. Yeah. I like the first one, though. It was a bit glitchy, but I did play it at release. Mm. Uh, yeah. Linny Lavi has been playing Honkai. It's Linny, isn't it? Or Liney. I'm not sure. It's Ravi Lavi, but have they changed? The name has changed. Yes. It's now Linny Lavi. Linny Lavi. Um... Still playing Honkai Star Rail, which I need to try. I'm really intrigued by this game. Oh, yeah. I've downloaded it on my phone. Uh, I'm taking my time with it, but also I got my last COVID booster and a medication switch Friday, so I was too ill to really play this past weekend. Well, I hope you're feeling better now. Uh, still enjoying it. Still feel like it's really free-to-play friendly. There's no meta characters. You can beat content with any of the characters, really. Just play who you like. That sounds really good. It does. <laughs> I need to give that a go. Mm. Uh, Riley is still back in my Zelda randomizer era. But also considering another playthrough of Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars. Absolute classic of a game. I've never played that and I am fucking desperate to. And why that is not on, not on Switch Online, like Square, Nintendo, sort your lives out. Put oh, it on Switch Online. It. Yeah. Come on. It needs to be on there. Uh, Gemma has fallen into a hole. Great. Good oh. game, Gemma. Uh, a hole of cats organized neatly. Because it calms my anxiety. It's such a lovely, simple puzzle game. Okay. I guess you organize cats neatly. Probably, yeah. Sounds wonderful. Uh, Cat has been dabbling in some Space Genshin. 
So the Star Rail game, uh, which is rather good and has that pick up and put down thing going for it, which is good in short bursts. Other than that, DMC5 on PS5, as it's the only one in the series I haven't played, and it's so ridiculously over the top, I love it. And Capt also said earlier today that he finished it. So oh, yeah. well even, done, Cap. Even I finished that in one day. You can just finish it like five hours. Oh yeah, it's quite a short game. Yeah. It's brilliant though. And I've been I've been debating whether to replay it. I mean, now you say it's really short, maybe I might whip through it. Literally like five hours. Um, because Final Fantasy 16, the combat designer is the same guy that did DMC5. Um, so I kind of want to replay it as a reminder before I get into Final Fantasy so I can compare. And There's a, also a dogs organized neatly. There is a dogs one. Yeah. Which now I'm very interested in. And it's DMC dogs may cry. Yes. Dogs may cry, but don't let them give, no. them, give them a pet first. Dogs may chew. They do. I think they will. Yeah. Dogs will chew, not may chew. Yeah. Um, Debs, my city skyline game was broken for the past week because I had too many downloaded assets. So I've been spending the past few days going through all of my assets, deleting what I didn't need and trying to fix it. I was able to finally play the game again yesterday and then just didn't know how to start road planning at all. Oh God, road planning in... Yeah, luckily City Skylines 2 is going to come out and hopefully the traffic will be something that... Because I, I think, I feel like they put it out and weren't too sure of where it was going and everyone was like, the traffic is like the most stressful part of that. So now they starting from the ground up, they can kind of build and kind of make it so that people can make sure that traffic isn't going to be a massive problem in everything that you make. There you go. It's a good game though. Debs continues, my bedtime game has been Wildflowers, which a few people here have already played and I'm just in love with this game. The game is 100% voice acted, it's LGBTQ friendly and just has a great storyline. I got the game for the Switch instead of the PC this time because it's nice to have a cozy game to play in bed again. The team seems to be updating the game regularly as well. Aww. I've heard of very good things about Wildflowers. Yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah, I guess there's the DLC as well, isn't it? It's mm. coming out or it's come out? Maybe. Mm. Uh, Westman's been playing Cassette Beasts. It's such a fun and quirky take on Pokemon with hints of satire, cultural references, and seriously good music for the soundtrack. It can be slightly challenging at times, and you might need to level grind to move forward, but it's not too annoying. There's also a dog as a companion. I'm sold. Uh, 8 out of 10. 10 out of 10 for the dog. I I really want to play this game. I've heard really good things. So it's it's Game Pass, but only on PC. Um... I'm I'm tempted to give that a go and maybe we do a quick look of it. Sure. Sounds good. At yeah, some well, point. Uh, Manatee, by the way, says, City Skylines is in fact a converted traffic public transport management game. Yeah. That's nice. all. That's the hardest part of it. Uh, Mr. Wibble has also been playing Cassette Beasts. Uh, I've not really played any Pokemon games and I'm definitely no Pokemon fanboy. It's a monster. Don't you call him one. Wow. You were told. It's a monster collector game which leans heavily on mechanics similar to those you find in Pokemon games. You start off stranded in an unknown... You know, that's my water, by the way. What do you mean, your water? Oh, no, that's my water. Oh, can you pour some water in the oh, Sorry, I thought... Uh, when you brought this in, I thought this was both of us. It is, but my glass is here. Thank you. There we go. Thank you. Um, it leans heavily on mechanic mechanics similar to those you find in Pokemon games. You start off stranded in an unknown dimension called New Wirral. The Wirral? Not the Wirral. Not the Wirral in Liverpool. Ugh. Um, and you'll soon be asked to help with their monster problem and other things. Yep. Uh, one big difference is that you don't throw your balls into the fight. Always be careful if you're doing that. Uh, but you transform yourself into monsters who you have captured 
on cassettes. Oh. You get companions who will battle alongside you, who you can eventually fuse with into new monsters, but who you can also romance. Where do you slot the cassette? Don't ask. Okay. <laughs> Don't ask. Uh, it's cute, both visually and story-wise, great humour, and plays pretty smoothly. It might be a bit confusing for avid Pokemon players, but also not. I can't judge that. But I'd say it's worth playing if you're half into those games. I, I'm definitely going to give this a go. I really hope there's romances are queer as well. I'm presuming they are. All right. Yeah, the cassettes go in there, Sony Walkman. Oh, uh, okay. Phew. Of course. Uh, Torn the Boss. Roots of Pasha has been amazing. I've been playing it co-op with Ziggy, and it is well integrated for it. The quests, currency, everything is collective, so I don't have to worry about doing things that may lock others out. The graphics are cute and the pacing has been very chill. I'm not entirely surprised that it hasn't caught the world by storm due to the saturation of the genre being released so soon after Sunhaven. But at the same time, I expected more people to have been enjoying it. It has locked my attention more than any other game in the genre, probably due to the multiplayer aspect being so well integrated and the overall polish of the game. Mm, they gave me, I've got the code for that because I did a quick look really early access when it was just starting and I really enjoyed it actually. Yeah, maybe it's one to just kind of chill with rather than stream. But it sounds like they're enjoying it. Randy Pasta. Uh, this week I played Redfall as it was on Game Pass. See, we're getting all the opinions now. Uh, the negative coverage made me curious if the game was really as bad as some content creators have stated. Don't listen to content creators. Oh, how very talking dare. about me. I, I <laughs> Right to the heart, Randy. I mean, the only negative thing I've got is something that was on the Xbox Series X and everybody seems to be complaining about that because I did Google uh, input lag. I googled like Redfall lag and it's a lot of people with the Series X. There we go. Um, I wouldn't say it's the worst game ever made. As some are saying, I describe the game as very basic. Bugs aside, it's just about a standard game. The weapons, looting, missions and voice acting are what you would expect from a studio making this type of game for the first time. There are elements that I would attribute to an indie game rather than a AAA title. And the price is way above what it should be for those without Game Pass. The bugs are pretty bad and should have been caught prior to launch. Enemy AI is completely broken. That's the big thing I've heard. Uh, you can stand behind a car or box and the vampire just stop and don't move around the object to attack you. Enemies also try to zigzag to find cover in areas where there isn't cover, so you can easily pick them off. The human enemies with guns don't really aim at you properly or even attempt to fire their weapon. Sometimes you are right in front of an enemy and they still miss their shot. There's a lot Probably wrong. me. Mm, sounds like you. Sounds like Stormtroopers. Yeah. Um, there's a lot wrong with the game at the moment, and I'll likely wait to see whether these issues can be fixed before picking this up again. It's honestly depressing to see another big title release with so many issues. I mean, we'll we'll save. I'll save my opinion for the news. Oh, okay. Uh, Sidious then has got two games here. Honkai Star Rail, another one, has been my new game this week, and I'm obsessed with it. It's my first time playing this kind of game. I am loving the turn-based combat. The combat is one of the things that kept me away from Genshin. I also am really enjoying the sci-fi aspect and storyline. The character designs and voice acting are superb, and I've been lucky enough to pull a few five-star characters without having to dump too much money into the game. Too much. Too much. How much is too much? That's the question. Uh, I told myself that I would not spend more on this game than I would on a new release game, which has been very hard to do. So £70. Yeah, I'm like that. I'm probably like that on Marvel Snap right now. Oh. Don't I mean, you spend just with 70 the, quid on Marvel Snap. Just the season pass. Oh, the season passes. There we go. Um, I forgot that's another game that I've been playing. Final Fantasy 1. I am two crystals that's down. That's true. I'm two crystals down on the Final Fantasy 1 re Pixel Remaster. I'll give you a full 
I'll probably talk about it more next week because I might have finished it by then. Um, but, Give us a final view next week. But currently my review in progress, uh, Euro Benner uh, <laughs> review in progress, is that it is fantastic. I think Biggest Gamer is Benner. Biggest Gamer, yeah. You're a gamer. No, you're a gamer. No, you're a Benner. Benner. Euro Benners. Sure. Um, Sidious has also been playing Clue, which was recently released through Apple Arcade. There isn't anything too fancy about it, just a mobile version of the classic board game. They do have some fun new locations you can choose instead of the traditional manor house. Ooh. And several new characters instead of the regulars. All of the regular characters have new, more diversified looks you can pick from as well. Clue was one of my favourite board games as a kid, so this has been very nostalgic for me, and it's a fun way to kill 10 to 20 minutes a game. We played Clue at Christmas with my parents. Was that Clue? Yeah. Oh, well, Cluedo. In the UK, we call it Cluedo. But in the US, it's called Clue. Is that the same game? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, it's the same. Oh, I, is that one I won? I beat all... Yeah, you beat my family, and I was very annoyed. <laughs> yeah, I felt like so embarrassed. Um, yeah. You Did were very it... apologetic about winning, and I was like, own I it, I felt guilty because you, you were all very competitive. <laughs> well, welcome to my family. God. So he says, I'm two crystals down and I have the airship <coughs> and I got the class upgrades. I didn't even know there were class upgrades. So. Oh, wow. Well Spoiler done, alert. <laughs> but I hope you're enjoying it. I'm glad you're enjoying it as well, Sidious. Always win disgracefully, yeah. I could tell I was going to win as well and I'm like, oh, this is going to cause drama. Um, but yeah, Ben embarrassed to believe that. I mean, oh, in your parents. I think I'm, I'm very well behaved with your parents, aren't I? You're too well behaved, if I'm honest. I'm not going to start swearing like you I do. I think you fucking should. You, uh, the first time I met you and your parents, you swore. Yeah, I swore at my mum, but she was being a transphobic bitch, so she deserved it. Uh, it's always joyful. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's nice. I like them. Good. Um, so, should we go into the news? <laughs> yes, let's go to the news. Do you want to start with... Um, I was going to start the other end. Well, I was going to start with this one. Okay, we'll start we with this We can start one. the other end and put that there. No, 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 we'll start with this one. Um, so, as we have talked about already, Redfall came out this week, um, and it's not had a very good reaction. Um, because there are lots of bugs and dodgy AI, as everyone has already said, and input lag that you were talking about. Um, and so, earlier today, um, a new video was released. I was about to say by Kind of Funny, but they're not called that anymore. It's a different group. Are they called? Are they changed their names. Um, it's different. This one, yes. Kind of funny games. Oh, it's still kind of funny. Yeah. Oh, it's still them. Oh, maybe it's X Cast that I saw. Okay. Anyway, they have a podcast, and Phil Spencer was on it. Oh. And he was talking um, about Redfall, and basically was admitting that they cocked up. <laughs> yeah. uh, he was talking about why why they chose not to delay it. And essentially delays for, for Microsoft will be things like, funny enough, things like bug fixes um, or things that, you know, if they take a bit more time, they can just polish it more. Um, but it feels like there are some fundamental flaws in this game about the design. And that's something that a delay is never going to actually fix. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, he's basically admitting as well that the whole 30 frames a second thing was a big cock up. Um, oh, yeah. I think they knew that they were show. They knew it was only going to run at thirty frames a second on console, mm -hmm. even when they were showing it at sixty um, in previews and stuff. And so they weren't transparent about that. Um, basically, he's just been very apologetic. 
but there are some quite interesting quotes that Matt, he's come up with. Do you he my he literally take? said, like, I get I get paid too much for this job, which was quite amusing wow. to me. My hot take is, I think we all knew it wasn't going to be good. So they just wanted to get it out. It re- like, We all knew it was going to be shit. It doesn't surprise me in the slightest that it's bad. I mean, especially when you heard... I mean, not just when you heard about that they weren't going to release the game with at 60 FPS, which I think is like the most ridiculous thing that they could even do. But like the game has no like selling point. It's meant to be this big thing that's coming out and you know we've got Starfield in the, you know, autumn, winter or summer is it? I'm not sure. It's September. September. You've got this coming out in May. This is meant to be like a big thing, but like there's nothing that's unique about it. There's nothing that it does really really well. It doesn't have an incredibly gripping story a la The Last of Us. It doesn't have like a, a weird kind of mechanic or a really unusual mechanic that makes it kind of gripping to play. It's just a really generic co-op, potentially co-op, zombie fighting game. I mean, they brought out Dead Island recently, which I know is not co-op. I don't think it is or might be. Um, like you don't, like a zombie looter, shooter, attacker type thing is just the most generic thing there could be. And it, like, it doesn't seem like there's a single thing in there that it does way better than anyone else. Well, one of the, one of the interesting quotes that he talks about is sort of how far along a game is when the studio gets bought by a bigger company. Yeah. And I think sort of what he's implying by this is that in, in some ways he's sort of throwing Arcane under the bus here. Yeah. Um, and saying that the game was already quite far into production when, when, when Bethesda was bought. Um, and so it was sort of too late for them to come in and change it. Um, which is interesting when this game, Redfall, is very, very different to Arcane's previous yeah, games. Arcane's got some brilliant. It's, it's games known out there. for doing immersive sims. And that's not what this is. It's like a looter shooter. Yeah. So it's very different for them. Now, whether that's a case of them making a different game was misplaced, or is it that Microsoft wanted them to go in a different direction and force them down this way? Or did they not have the support that they needed to do something different? Um, who knows? Um, at some point, I'm sure that will all come out. But this is a studio making something very different. And who knows? Maybe Microsoft didn't support them in that. And and they forced them to just get this out because Microsoft needs a first-party exclusive game. They don't have many at all. The only good one... Well, the only two good ones recently, really, have been Pentiment from the end of last year, which is a very oddball mm-hmm. sort of might as well be an indie sort of pet project. Um, and Hi-Fi Rush that was uh, I- incredible, but was, if anything, like a good um, sort of advert for Game Pass in mm-hmm. that Game Pass allows studios to take a risk on something that is a bit smaller um, in fact, same with Pentiment, really. Um, they're, they're both smaller games that are not what the studio is normally known for, but they can just release it on Game Pass. So people will play it because it's part of a subscription, but they're not therefore as concerned with sales yeah. because it's already part of Game Pass. Um, but what Microsoft really need is a big hit. You know, what Nintendo and Sony are known for are their big exclusive games. That's why Sony doesn't want to put them day one on PS Plus because they want people to go and buy them because they know that they're going to sell, whether that be God of War or Horizon or whatever Because those else. games are top quality. Yeah. And Microsoft is just not competing. <laughs> it's just not able to compete. And 
the day after Redfall came out was when they announced the timing. I mean, we already knew the date, but the time of their big showcase happening in June, mm. um, which comes in two parts. The first part is just their general games. And the second part is then a closer look on Starfield. And it's so obvious that they're just pinning all of their hopes on Starfield, um, which even that I'm, I, I'm not super oh, it's Bethesda. By it. Yeah, it's Bethesda doing a space RPG, and I'm personally I'm not super enamoured by the style that they're going for necessarily. Um, and also, it's Bethesda; it'll be buggy as hell, which is all part of the charm, and that's fine. But they are just pinning so much on that game as this massive system seller this game pass seller that everyone's going to want to play and the pressure on that game if that is not the most incredible 10 out of 10 essential game people are going to be burning their xboxes and deleting game pass and microsoft is over it's like so, yeah, well, what, maybe that's dramatic yeah. but it, it on the way to that if they hadn't bought bethesda like what games would people be looking forward to well that's the thing they, halo's dead i mean there's a new forza coming out which i'm looking forward to but I know it's not everybody's cup of tea. Well, exactly. They wouldn't have much else. And they do have stuff in the works. There's a Perfect Dark game coming out. There's the new Fable coming out. There's other stuff. There's Hellblade 2 because um, they bought Ninja Theory. Um, but we haven't heard about any of these games in ages. And it's like, well, why is this taking so long to come out? What's going on with these games? COVID dead. Well, yes, there was COVID. Um, but these games are just taking a long time. And I think people are wondering, well, you've... Th- there are games in the works that could be good. So why are they not out yet? Mm. Um, and it's, it, you know, all we've got this year yet is Starfield and and and, uh, Forza. and Forza at this point. Yeah. Um, Helios says insights. I saw some inside chatter that Microsoft didn't believe in the game. and just wanted the studio to be done with it because they have another project in the works. I'm I sure mean, they will have another project in the works. Yeah. And then maybe it'll be a really good one because Arcane, Arcane. Yep. Yeah. They do. I mean, they've obviously Dishonored, Prey. I love, love, love Prey. But that prey was something that they did unique things like it was these monsters that would kind of impersonate uh an object and then you get close and it would just pop out at you and make you shit yourself like that kind of and the actual story was just so out of this world i need mm, to play that literally it that i just yeah honestly the first 30 minutes of i've told this before the first 30 minutes of prey is probably like the best like the most memorable 30 minutes opening of a video game i've ever played it's there really, go. really, really good. They also made Deathloop, which I was not a massive fan of in the end. It's but unique. I can at least appreciate it's a unique idea that they yeah. they are experimenting. And Dishonored. Um, I think they're known as being a very experimental studio. Yeah. And now they've made Redfall, which is just the most generic shooter with vampires yeah. in it. Because Redfall isn't... Well, I'm sorry, uh, Dishonored. There was, what was the games where you could play the entire game without like killing anybody? aren't there? Technically, yeah. Yeah, like, and it's all about stealth, but like, but has a weird and wonderful story. So they just seem to be amazing at these games, and they bring it. This is like my kind of, even though I've not played. Um, I mean, I played quite a bit of Deathloop, well, a fair bit of Deathloop, and I played a, I played a lot of Prey. I didn't play Dishonored, but this the type of games that would really appeal to me. But like Redfall, really, really doesn't. Um, Sad times for Microsoft. Yeah, and. Yeah, just looking at the comments. Celius, it could have been it could have been the next Left for Dead or DBD, but now it won't be. Yeah, they put lots of effort into it and made it into a a game that people would want to keep playing and replaying, which um, I don't know if it is. USM guy says, didn't the Hi-Fi Rush creators or someone complain that it didn't make enough money? That <clears throat> that was definitely a rumor. Um because oh, well 
it's a difficult thing because what as i was saying these games are coming out on game pass and so we like we used to get news of hey hey this game has now sold 10 million copies isn't this great but when something comes out on game pass it's not selling copies so like how do you measure success so when someone's saying oh it didn't sell enough well maybe on steam it didn't sell as many as they thought but that's probably because it was on game pass and because it's on game pass it's going to bring in more players um, who, yeah, they might dip into it for 20 minutes and say, oh, I've played it. That still counts as, a, as a, you know, as someone playing it. Um, and and I, as far as I know, they're very happy with the number of people who have been playing the game overall. Um, oh, yeah. Which Hi-Fi is different Rush to, like, have... sales if it's not on Game Pass, if that makes sense. Imagine if Hi-Fi Rush hadn't been sold. Like, it hadn't been on Game Pass and they just put it on Steam or something. I feel like that would have just gone and come and gone, even though it was a really good game. Yeah, it probably got more attention because it's on Game Pass. Yeah. And that's the power of Game Pass. And the fact that it's the best Xbox exclusive game of the year. There you go. All right, next thing. Speaking of amazing games on Xbox Game Pass. Um, yeah, there is another game called Citizen Sleeper, which you definitely, which you should definitely play. Um, yes. And Citizen Sleeper is sort of based on tabletop mechanics in that you roll dice, which gives you like your energy and stuff like that. Um, and that is now being adapted into an actual tabletop RPG. I want to buy it. Well, maybe you like should. A genu- is it on well, Kickstarter? Well, I can, I can slightly put you off it in that it's based on tarot cards. Oh, no. Not all that nonsense. <laughs> Sorry if anybody um, does that. But it's it's a single-player tabletop RPG. Um, essentially, all the tarot cards are. So it's it's the same names. Well, actually, I don't know if it is the same names. But it's tarot cards, but they represent the different characters. I mean, as long as it doesn't meet. claim and then that you, it's read in the future, it'll be fine. It, and then it follows a similar thing. You know, you roll your dice and um, for your energy, and then you spend it on those different characters. So it just uses tarot cards to represent the characters. That's all. All right. Um, but yeah, it's a solo, um, a solo tabletop RPG. Yeah, which is nice. Um, it's not out till next year, but you can go support it. Yeah, it looks pretty. Um, and I love Citizen Sleeper. Just yeah, as long as they also. It's also the one-year anniversary of Citizen Sleeper this week. So if you follow Gareth Damon Martin, um, they have been tweeting various bits of news of stuff. Um, and the team, uh, they've already said that the team that made Citizen Sleeper are back together again to make a new game. Oh, well, I'll be down so for that. So it's going to be, I imagine, quite similar. Um, even if when it's I, not, like those, that mind... Even when I spoke to them... I spoke to them before battles. I just followed um, them around, whilst and then did. trying to get a hello, but you wouldn't introduce me. They were very busy. Um, they did say they're not done with the universe of Citizen Sleeper. So I think there are more ideas to come, um, whether it's another game in this world or whether it's just using a similar sort of structure. I don't know. But there's going to be more of this sort of stuff, which is cool. Because it's very good. It is so good. So good. And if you do play the uh, board game, you do have to put the soundtrack on in the background. It will be uh, compulsory. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Um, so, the end of next week, Zelda comes out. And that is the big game everyone's going to be playing this month. But there is another game coming to Game Pass at the end of this month. Um, it's also coming out on Xbox and on PC. So, it's not just a Game Pass game. Um, and that is Planet of Lana, mm. which is a side-scrolling um puzzle platformer game and you're probably thinking oh another one of them another one one, um but this actually looks really good it's by um a swedish developer called wishfully um and it has this really gorgeous kind of ghibli-esque aesthetic 
uh, you're playing as this girl on a planet called Lana. Um, Do you know what Lana means? What? Wool. What, in Spanish? Yes. Lana del Rey means wool of the king. Great. There you go. Thanks for that. No problem. Um, so you're playing as this young girl. And she has this sort of cat-like companion creature who is adorable. Um, and it's all sort of environmental puzzles. Um, and the other thing that's really cool is that the composer of the score for The Last Guardian, which was the um, Team Ico game. So the, uh, Ico, um, Shadow of the Colossus. They then made The Last Guardian. I love it. Uh, with the big cat, Trico, cat, dog, bird thing. Um, the composer of that has composed the score for Planet of Lana. So it has really amazing music. Um, and it just looks gorgeous. It's super colourful, sort of Ghibli-esque animated world. Have you played it? Um, I haven't, but I have watched a hands-off preview of it. Because apparently there was a demo out. <clears> and <throat> Just looking at the comments on Euro Oh, there was a demo. Gamer.net. Yeah. Uh, the comments said that like it looked really pretty, but apparently the demo like put everyone off. Oh, did it? I didn't play the demo, but... Apparently it was, um, like, it was just post Someone said, it looks wonderful, but I thought the platforming was sluggish, the traversal was tiresome, and it had all the usual tropes, such as crate puzzles and hiding grass stealth sections. I was bored even before the end of the demo. That's disappointing. Well, don't read the comments. That's quite an informative one. Someone says, yeah, my thoughts too. Yeah, it was beautiful, but it wasn't fun. Uh, okay, great. Well, this game's coming. It's on Game Pass. So if it's shit after 20 minutes, you haven't wasted any money. Exactly. Because we give it what, a go. It looks what nice. What does Game Pass allow? Terrible games. Wow. It allows you allows the lowering of standards of games. No, it's um, yeah. I I can definitely see why people might be a bit perturbed by people being like, oh no, it's fine. Good use of word. I was an English teacher. In it. Um, perturbed. But like, there might be a bit perturbed by the fact that people are like, oh, it's okay if it's a bit shit because it's on Game Pass. It's like, no, we want good games. No, we want good games. We deserve good games. We do. We deserve, we're gamers. Yeah. With a why. Um, and then next month, another game is coming out, which I'm very excited about, called Final Fantasy 16. But, However, yeah, it won't be coming out in Saudi Arabia. Oh. Um, what a shame for people in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Um, we don't know why. Basically, their sort of classification... Um, company, organization, mm-hmm. whatever they're called, um, tweeted out to say that it would not be coming out and it's because the publisher did not make the necessary changes that they asked for. Now, what those changes are, we don't know. I think there's a journalist in the game. And I suspect that, well, I mean, I emailed Square Enix and they didn't reply. Um, I suspect they don't want to say what the changes were, probably because they don't care about Saudi Arabia, but also maybe it's a spoiler. And a lot of people are now speculating as to what it could be in this game that has put off Saudi Arabia. Now, the game does have a mature rating. Um, It's got sex, it's got violence, it's got prostitution, it's got drugs. um, It's got all of this kind of thing, which apparently you love. Um, Love it. So all all of these things, um, I don't know if that's enough for them to ban it or not, but we at least knew about those things being in the game. Um, However... There is one thing that is banned in Saudi Arabia. It's illegal. Alcohol. Homosexuality. So disappointing. Yeah. Um, because I've taught students from Saudi Arabia before, and yeah, I can see why. Yeah, and they they hate the gays over there. Well, um, I'm sure there are some people that don't, but I remember teaching one person who you, who ranted to me about Lewis Hamilton because Lewis Hamilton 
was pushing on his ideals and not respecting them by wearing a, a having a rainbow flag on his uh, helmet. Tough shit is what I say to that. Yeah. Um, so basically, a lot of people are now speculating: Does that mean there's an LGBT character in Final Fantasy 16? Is it Clive? Now, I don't think he'll be Clive. Um, I don't think Square Enix are going to say because I think they don't want to spoil the story or the characters. So I don't think they're going to say. But um, Square Enix at least is getting quite good with LGBT representation. At least Final Fantasy VII Remake, the Honey Bee Inn, was like super queer friendly and they really wanted that to be a nice celebration of the um, of the community. Harvest Stella is their first game to have a non-binary gender option, which is good. Um, Square Enix also have a pride mascot. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you knew. No. Um, but a couple of years ago, they designed um, a pride mascot. So there you oh. go. There were gay characters in 13, says Sidious. There you go. So um, Helia said, didn't you have a rainbow pin on your lanyard at work? No, this was when I was in Cardiff. And when I was in Cardiff, it's actually the school I was talking about earlier, about how I'm surprised that it's still open. Um, but the boss there would have quite happily told me to put that rainbow badge away because, I, because it was like 90% people from Saudi Arabia and Oman and... Uh, places around there who that don't have the best uh of history when it comes to lgbt people and so lgbt let's be, rights let's be nice and support the people giving us money as opposed that's to exactly. our actual staff that's what he would be like however my the place that i moved to in london when i was teaching ef was super gay it was incredibly gay literally they had and a, we loved it they had like a, a badge on the door when you come in saying like this is a place where it had like it had like the rainbow flag but also like a gender the male female and like all the mixed ones saying like it's you know completely you know diverse and i mean 90 percent of the staff there were gay as well so excellent <laughs> in short we love gay representation lgbt plus representation all representation and saudi arabia doesn't um they already banned the last of us part two when that came out yeah. because it had lesbians in it so basically we're now assuming that there is a gay character in Final Fantasy 16 which I'm very much looking forward to finding out who that might be. And apparently, uh, if I you say don't, gay, LGBT, yeah. it could be, could be whatever. You can't have gay characters like gay human beings cannot be in a video game because it might turn them gay. Not because obviously there are zero gay people there, and if they watch this, then they might become it, and that that would cause problems. Apparently, shock horror. Um, <sighs> I will say that if there is, like, Final Fantasy 16 has an interesting sort of diversity issue, and in that there's obviously been a lot of press around the lack of. Um, black representation and racial diversity um so it's kind of like you know it's it does that mean it's okay to have gay people in this world but not black people mm. like where's the line of diversity yeah I don't if know. they're basing it on like kind of 16th century you know medieval times in the U- in england when then apparently they think that there weren't black people when there were but that does that mean they believe there were gay people but like i said out gay people probably weren't i don't know maybe they were maybe they were maybe it's just recently that homo- that like kind of homosexuality is a sin is a new I thing mean, who knows it's there are some definite double standards going on yeah um but anyway let's hope that there's some queer representation in the game i'm looking forward to it um so you says have we seen female characters in 16 yet uh yes we have um, there are at least two, which I will tell you, but like there's information out there. Um, you can literally go and look them up. One of them is Jill, um, who is Clive's companion from when he was younger. And the other one is Benedicta, um, who you see smoking a lot. Benna what? Benedicta. Ta. Ta. Benna. That, that's what I, Benna. That's what Dick. 
Ta. No, this is what Ed says. Like Ben, a dick. Ta. <laughs> Thanks. Anyway, yeah. If you go look at the characters on the website, they're both on there. So yes. there are female characters. Um, there are definitely more men than women. Um, and yes, the um, the state of play as well. They introduced some other um, female side characters as well. Yeah. Awesome. There you go. All right. But yeah, welcome everybody. If anybody's just joining in, uh, we are recording swapping joysticks and we're going to be swapping our joysticks after the podcast. No, we're not. We're going to be playing a game called uh, Awkward 2, where you have to answer really awkward questions. Well, so I look forward to that. I cannot wait for that. Um, but yeah, we're, but, tell us about Dicksword. Well, back to the headlines. So Dicksword, um, usernames are going to be changing. What? I can't um, believe it. I know. This is news to me. So at the moment, you've got your... Uh, di- I keep wanting to say Dicksword now. Discord username within the hash and the numbers. Dicksword. And that's now going to be changing to like an at... Um, I think it's at. Um, so like Twitter, basically. And it, it's based on how long you've been uh, a member on Discord as well. Oh, is it? Yeah, so if you've been on Discord for like 15 years or whatever, you'll be one of the first because you'll... They'll be like... Because they're saying like people have had usernames for so many years, they don't want... They, they might not necessarily want to to give that up. Um, so they're going to respect those people first. But if that twat... Kind of makes sense. ...that but... calls himself Biggest Bennett on Twitter, the one that's not been on Twitter since 2010... Is he on Dicksword? Well, I imagine so, because I think he's also got the one on Steam. But I have a feeling that he was Biggest Bennett, like... 13, 14 years ago, and that's when he registered his things. But he hasn't been on social media or anything since then. So I'm hoping when this changes, he won't get Biggest Benis. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, look out for changes on Discord. Because most people are on Discord. Um, here, anyway. But it also makes much more sense. I mean, I hate the fact that Discord's got these random numbers. Because I don't... I think I'm 999, or am I 0000? I am 9999, see? Yeah. Yeah, it is a bit weird why there are numbers. I yeah. don't understand it. There you go. Anyway, um, next up, um, today, Apple Arcade has added another 20 games. How much? Um, to their Apple Arcade subscription. One of which is a follow-up to What the Golf, which I know you love. Uh, what the Golf is one of the best mobile games after Marvel Snap ever. It is so good. If you've not played What the Golf, just play it. Just like play a couple of levels. They're really, really short. It's the funniest most like you'll literally be laughing out loud and it, make sure you're near somebody because i was like that with you like because every now and again something so ridiculous will happen in a level and you'll just have to show somebody it is so 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 good also you should play what the bat if you have a vr headset i, I believe it's, it's on ps5 uh, or psvr2 um and quest and whatever else um which is is it's not just about baseball you're playing as someone with baseball bats for arms and it's them going about their daily life uh it's quite fun mm. um so they now have a new one out called what's the car um but you're not really driving a car it's like I can a just, car with yeah. legs i can or see a like car. other weird things and it's all taking the piss out i can of see a car, car cutting driving. carrots uh on the screenshot there yeah so I think this is very much your thing. It's what the golf and it's a driving game yeah. mixed together. This is you in a video literally game. going to download it right now. There you go. Um, because that is my honestly, Apple Arcade has some really, really good games. Um, and what the car? There we go. Downloading. Done. Perfect. Um, but that's one of twenty that have been added. Yeah. Um, including are, a Disney one. Yes, there is some <gasps> sort of Disney game. There's words with words with friends, like a Disney game from Words with Friends creator. That also yeah. sounds like amazing thing so it's word with friends it's like scrabble tile whatever but it's all with disney characters should that have a apostrophe there words with friends what 
Oh yeah, a Disney game from Words with Friends, Friends is creator, creator. Yeah, the yeah. creator of Words with Friends. Fine. Okay, it's a good job I don't. Um, know. and some others. Like also, Clue. Who's Clue? Also, Bug Snacks is coming to uh, mobile. Oh, so, money, mo- money! If you want to kill everyone again, kill people um, on the you go. Can do it on your phone on the go. <laughs> there you go. And a final story, which I put in just for you, is that we now have a launch date for F one twenty three. In the um, Nika time. In the Nika time, which is coming in June, uh, which is, is weird to me that, like, the season's already started, and yet halfway through, they then, like, launch the official game when people are just... Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. But they're also bringing back the story mode. So what are we saying? They're bringing back the story mode. Call that. Um, it's weird that it comes out halfway through the season. Oh, yeah. No, so um, I, I wanted to bring up something else that really pisses me off. Okay. Well, just quickly, they're bringing back the story mode called Breaking Point. Um, and one thing that's great about it is that it's based around a woman. I think it's a man and a woman, isn't it? Well, they're brother and sister. Um, but she apparently is like an F2 driver and wants to get into F1. And mm. so you get to like see her career progression, which but is great to have that representation. Do you control her or do you, or do you control either of them? Can you? I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. I hope it's both. The thing that really annoys me. Tell us, Ben is paying for early to get the game a few days early. I hate that so much. And one thing I, I really hated Hitman 3 when they did this as well. Because it's like you pay £10 more to get it three days earlier, but like that's the only advantage of getting like this premium thing. Do you want to know something worse about this early access? Go on. So when you buy the game, on the cover, you have Charles Leclerc. Charles Lan- what? Charles Leclerc. Yeah. Lando Norris. Yeah. And Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, I know this. Three very attractive men. More than happy to have them on the front of the box. Lando Norris, is, is he attractive? He's all right. He's a Twitch streamer. We like him. Yeah. Um, alternatively, if you want to have three days of early access, you can buy the Champions Edition, which means you have Max Verstappen and his ugly twatty face on the front of your game box. Why would you choose to pay to have him anywhere near you? Just go digital. Yeah. But yeah, I wonder if it will be on PSVR 2. That'll be interesting. That would be pretty cool. Um, like a VR, like playing a Formula 1 game in VR would be really good fun. Verstappen is attractive, says Heather. Ban Heather. Someone ban Heather. Heather's got low stats. He's got the most annoying mouth. And also the shit that comes out of it does, makes me see... I mean, I just don't like him as face. a person because he, like, uses ableist language and racist language and... He's a horrible person. And he's just like, yeah. And a hor- smug git. And he throws his toys out the pram when he doesn't win. And I just despise that man. I love that you had no interest whatsoever in Formula One. Until, until I, I met, met you. <laughs> and, and now I hate and him. And now I look at him. He's like, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, Ed's so competitive. You just bring in, bring a little sport into his life. And he's like, right, here's this, another thing. I'm this gonna... is why I don't follow sport. I get far too competitive. Yeah. Ah. Anyway, well, that was the That pod- was the headlines for this week. Yeah, it's been quite a long podcast today. Um, but we will be back uh, with swapping joysticks next month. But how uh, next, next month. week? <laughs> next week. Next week in the afternoon. But tell tell the listeners about Inbox. So we have Inbox, which is our new side podcast, uh, which is audio only, and we'll be answering your questions. Um, so you can send us questions, and we will answer them. Be that questions about our thoughts on games. I mean, make them gaming related. Um, yeah. Mostly. I'll beg you, Willie. I mean, that won't be answered. <laughs> um, we will be vetting them. 
But uh, you can ask us questions about games or uh, our thoughts on the industry. It can be something topical. It can be something general. Maybe you want some advice on something gaming-wise or streaming-wise. It'll be just us Twitch. kind of dicking around without these lights on in front of us um, and just like chatting about it. Just like a little extra podcast. Yeah. We've got one up already, so you can already <laughs> listen to that on Spotify or Always. Apple or uh, or whatever else, wherever else we'll you listen to We'll put two up next week. Um, swappingjoysticks.com and it will be up there. Um, and Ben, how can people send us their questions? Uh, they can go to swappingjoysticks.com slash inbox. If you go to swappingjoysticks.com slash inbox, there's a very, very little form. You don't need to put your name on it. You can do. If you put your name on it, we'll read it out or just leave it blank if you don't want to. Um, but we will be using them, uh, like we will be using the questions in like a bank format. So we might not get around to your question for like six months. Uh, maybe not six months, but well, we'll, we'll have a list and we'll just pick three from the list that we want. And then, you know, eventually when we scrape the barrel, we might pick yours. Wow. <laughs> no, but it's going to be, um, we just, where did he come from? Where did he go? Where did he come from? Cotton Eye Joe. Yeah. Um, but no, we're, um, yeah, so this is just like an extra podcast, but it's only available if you are subscribed to us on Apple Podcasts, not iTunes, Spotify, or like you've got it subscribed to an RSS. If you've got like a, a podcast player app, if you just search for Swapping Joysticks, we'll be there as well. So yeah, get on there. You can get our, our first one's up there already. We talked about Utter Filth. We did, yeah. What was it? What was the thing that came? I up? can't even remember. I just remember being like, "Oh God!" I'm, yeah, Filth comes out of our mouth at least once. I definitely. Oh, said. I believe we talked about a sex cult. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and general election video games. Mm. Um. But yeah, so check that out. That went up last night. It's not going to be like the day before the uh, Swapping Joysticks podcast because we'll try and you know spread it out a little it bit. It was partly a test of the mics. Yeah. Let's be honest. And I think it worked well. Um, but yeah, so the next one will probably be at the beginning of next week. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And I like it because it's just kind of, we quickly rock up, <laughs> record it, and then I, then you bugger off and then I go and uh, upload it. Yep. There was quite a lot of Ed SMR as well. There was. I was very excited about having this uh, mic to put my mouth around. But if you are watching the stream, stick around because we will be playing some Awkward 2, which... If we want people to join in, right? Yeah, we really want you to join in. It's a bit like Jackbox, uh, but it's going to ask you some really uncomfortable and lewd questions. Um, so we're going to get to know each other very, very well. Mm. Um, but Ed, before that, for those that are listening on uh, the podcast or if they're watching on YouTube, where can they find you if they want to hunt you down? You can find me at Ed underscore Knights on Twitch and on Twitter. Excellent. And you can find me. Uh, where can they find you on Blue Sky? Um, Ed Knight's all one word dot <laughs> whatever the extra extension is. Bsky.com? Something like that. Yeah. Uh, I'm Biggest Benus on there, Biggest Benus on Twitch, Biggest Benus on Twitter, Biggest Benus on Instagram, and Biggest Benus one on Twitter because of that twat. Um, so go and find me on there. But yeah, um, do we have a new goodbye? Well, we'll be back next Thursday. We will um, be back next Thursday. A little bit earlier in the day, but you know. After you finish Zelda, fingers crossed. Hopefully I'll be finishing Zelda's 120 Shrines. At the moment I'm on, yeah, 107. So I've got 13 to go. Um, but I'll be doing more of a stream on Sunday. Yeah. yeah um, you've and got Sunday. And Sun then you've got Thursday. Sunday so you've got this. It's all good. I just need to label where they all are and go through them. Uh, make sure. And just have like, don't not worry about just getting my phone out and being like, okay, what do I need to do here? Nice. Perfect. 
Well, thank you all very much for watching and or listening. And we will hopefully see you next time. Yeah. Keep swapping. Oh, he's brought that back.